and welcome to the Faith and Sustainability Podcast. I am your host, Leonard Robinson. This podcast is a project of the Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Atlanta, Laudato Si Initiative. On this podcast, we will go on a journey to explore the role of the Catholic Church and other faiths impact in sustainability. Experts, theologians, and thought leaders will share their opinions and perspectives as guests on the podcast. Sustainability focuses on meeting the needs of the present without compromising the ability of future generations to meet their needs. The concept of sustainability is composed of three pillars, social, environmental, and economic, also known as people, planet, and prosperity. This podcast is made possible with the generous funding and support from the Archbishop's Annual Appeal, Georgia Interfaith Power and Light, Rutherford Seidel, Jamie Lanier, the Vonnermoff Family Foundation, the Sustainable Environmental Management Company, St. Francis Services, and the time, treasure, and talent from several individuals. The Faith and Sustainability Podcast is coming to you from the Archdiocese of Atlanta Chancery in Smyrna, Georgia. All right, joining us on this podcast is the Archdiocese of Atlanta Justice and Peace Ministries Director, Kat Doyle. Kat serves as team lead for the sustainability program. She has served as Director of Justice and Peace Ministries for the Archdiocese of Atlanta for almost 15 years. She provides staffing for the bishops in matter of social concern and Catholic social teaching. She educates on, raises awareness of, and advocates for social justice, including creation care. Kat has been instrumental in developing and leading the Archdiocese of Atlanta Laudato Si Initiative, which embraces integral ecology and hears the cry of the earth and the cry of the poor. Okay, Kat, welcome to the podcast. Glad to have you here. Thanks so much, Leonard. It's good to be here with everybody. Okay, let's start. What led you to work for the Archdiocese of Atlanta? You know, it's funny that you asked that question because I didn't come here in a traditional straight line way. God had interesting work for me to do. And over time, as I followed my children through their faith formation, mm -hmm. I too was involved in that formation process and eventually came to be asked by my pastor at my parish if I would get involved in youth ministry. And from youth ministry, I took all of that work that I had been doing around social justice issues and found a home. I think for most of us that do this work, it's a calling. It's certainly not just a regular professional career, but it's a calling. It's that whisper of God in the back of our ear saying, here's what you should be doing. Here's what you should be doing. And that's how I found my way here from the parish and finally to the archdiocese itself. Okay. Now, what is the impact? What part of Georgia does the Archdiocese of Atlanta serve? So when we talk about the work that we're doing here in Georgia, we're really talking about working with 1.3 or more million Catholics in North and Central Georgia. In other words, the 69 counties of North and Central Georgia. And that means that we not only serve those Catholics, but the communities of people where those Catholics reside and work and have recreational activities. Talk about the Justice and Peace Ministries. So Justice and Peace Ministries, um, you may know it as other things. It's oftentimes called social justice ministries, parish social ministry. But the whole idea of Justice and Peace Ministries is ministries that uh, revolve around asking the question, why does somebody need charitable help or direct service? Everybody out there who's helping provide that charitable help 
there's a secondary part to that or maybe the backside, the flip side of that. And that is what's the root cause of the issue or the problem that the charitable work is trying to meet. Okay, okay. What's a typical day for you? Or do you have typical days? <laughs> I think anybody who does ministry would know that there's not really a typical day. And at any given time, there might be five folders opened one on top of the other. But I will tell you that a typical day revolves around me interacting and developing relationships with people around social issues and social concerns and areas where people are asking the questions, what can we do to bring about change? So you feel you're making an impact uh, or you, you feel, let me put it this way, how do you feel at the end of your day? I hope that I make an impact, but really what's more important is the concept that I have developed a new relationship or grown an existing relationship to the point that we are all contributing to the betterment of the common good. I know you always speak from the heart, but I want you to dig deep. How does your faith shape your perspectives of sustainability, and why do you do what you do? So I, I would go back to the first book of the Bible, and if we look at Genesis, and it doesn't matter whether we are um, Catholic or Jewish, but we look at that, that story of creation, God took the time And he took his time to create beautiful, wonderful things. But he started by creating the sky and the earth and the water. And that he gave names. It was important enough that he gave names. And he gave gave names to all of this. And when he finished that, he said, this is good. Well, if this is good, and then God created man, and he said, man is good, and I give you dominion, which I read as stewardship over, taking care of this earth that I made that is good, then we are called by our faith to make sure that all that good that God did is cared for. And as good stewards, we also have to keep in mind that we are co-creators along the way. It's interesting that as you read scripture, you see that God brought before the, the, the creatures before man and man named them. This is an important part of our faith. They were important enough for man to have a relationship with, be in relationship with. This integral ecology started in the very first book of the Bible. And throughout the Bible, throughout Scripture, God calls us to care about our environment, to care about our home. So when you ask why it's important to me, my faith tells me from those very first, um, you know, nursery school stories that I was told from the Bible that God made the earth and it was good. In addition, why, why do I do this? Well, one, it's very hard for me to separate what my faith calls me to do from outside things. So I do make sure that and try to live my faith. But even more so, I find day by day, as I intentionally consider what it is that God's given me and what he has entrusted upon me to take care of, I can't help but share that with people and remind them they're all called to make sure that together we are taking care of and providing for the common good of all. One last point, and that is, if we're going to take care of all of this, God said, take care of it. He didn't really tell us how. 
He gave us the ability to think outside the box and look at all different ways to, to take care of creation and make a difference. And that's what excites me about this work. It allows us to approach this from any area, from any space, from any passion. And I guess I like creating those relationship passions in whatever direction they might take us. Excellent, excellent. Let's get into the Laudato Si initiative. Kat, how did that come about, and what is the origin of the initiative? Well, if we're going to talk about the Laudato Si initiative and we're going to talk about care for creation, maybe we ought to figure out how I got here. Yes. And it really comes through an interesting story. When I was in seventh grade, I wanted there, I lived in the Dayton, Ohio area, and there was a new um, trash incinerator place. And I was a little bit of a science geek and I really wanted to go see how it worked. And so I called him up and I asked if I could get a tour of the facility. And they said, we only give tours to groups. So I thought about it. The next day I went to my junior high school and I started the the junior high school um, ecology club. And then I called up and I said, my junior high ecology club would like to come and take a tour of the facility. And they said, great, here's the date. So we went and did that. And I was blown away. I learned so much. And I think the reason I tell you this story is I think it's super important that as we do this work of caring for our planet and creation, that we remember that we have to meet people where they are. We have to invite everybody wherever they are, whatever they believe, whatever they're doing to be a part of this with us. And that's exactly how I got involved. And I think that paints a picture of what we need to make sure that we're doing. We are inviting everybody, no matter where they are, to be a part of this initiative. Okay. Now, and and speaking of initiative, how did that come about? How did the Laudato Si initiative, what is the origin of it? So the Pope wrote this encyclical, this Laudato Si letter to every person on the planet. And here in the Archdiocese of Atlanta, we had some amazing people who looked at this as an opportunity to write an action plan. And so this group of scientists came together and wrote an action plan, and it was great. We were able to get that out to the Archdiocese. We were the first ones in the world to write this action plan. But then we thought, okay, so we have this action plan, but how do we do this? And and what do we do to make this happen? And how do we take this plan and leverage it into taking more action and making bigger changes? And from that grew a seven to 10 year initiative, an opportunity for us to be more formal in the work we were doing as a diocese. Okay, what caused you to accept the challenge? Was this something you advocated for? Did it fall in your lap? Did it just evolve naturally? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> a little, a little bit of all of those things. Um, partly, care for creation falls under the umbrella of Justice and Peace Ministries. In addition, this happened, and we had people who were very involved in caring for the environment who came forward and said, "As Catholics, what can we do?" And we weren't organized enough to really help do that. In addition, we had some experts, and we wanted to draw on their expertise to help us make sure that we were moving in the right direction and accomplishing those things. And as this was partly my job and partly people calling me saying, what should we do? And partly me just going, this is just like junior high again. I'm going to start an ecology club. (laughs) 
Well, you started one in a big way for for 1.3 million Catholics in Georgia. All right, can what are the the goals, visions, and mission of the Laudato Si Initiative? Well, one thing I will tell you is that our Laudato Si Action Plan is offered online. It's in a digital format, and this information is actually in our Laudato Si Action Plan. But our vision when it comes to the Laudato Si initiative is to be a servant leader, not just to be out there doing for, but doing with. And as servant leaders, we want to lead an integral ecology. We want to be able to fully model an integrated social, environmental, and economic justice and sustainability program. So that's kind of the vision. The mission itself is really to build greater solidarity among North Georgia Catholics so that they can more fully hear the cry of the poor and hear the cry of the earth. We want them to be able to take urgent action that makes an impact to be able to weave together social, environmental, and economic justice and sustainability into their everyday Catholic way of life. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Now, talk about integral ecology. What is that? Integral ecology sounds like this big word, and it's going to be something that has this massive definition. But really, integral ecologies means that the people and planet have to exist together and care for one another. So we cannot exist and live to our fullest without the planet. And we need the planet to allow us to do these things. But at the same time, we can't ignore the planet. We exist together in this integral relationship. So integral ecology is the ecology of people and the ecology of the planet coming together, living together, and helping each other achieve their fullest life. Okay. That, you know, very ambitious. How are you going to get this all done? Who are you working with (laughs) to, to accomplish this? So, first of all, I would say that every Catholic, it doesn't matter where you are, it doesn't matter what your political beliefs are, it doesn't matter whether you believe in the science between behind climate change or anything like that, all of us, because of our faith, are called to care about the creation that God gave us in this planet. So every one of us is called to take a part in the care for creation. But we needed some more formal. As I said, all these, who's going to do what and where are we going to go? So our Laudato Si initiative allowed us to bring together um, two groups of people in the beginning. One was a group of people that were interested in writing this plan, this action plan for us. And they were experts and they were passionate about that. But the other side is we've brought together a couple of sustainability coordinators or contractors. And their main goal as engineers, as people who are used to putting together processes and achieving goals, those two coordinators are the ones who've helped us draft this work plan and given us this model and this pathway, this map, if you will, to achieve those goals of our Laudato Si initiative. Okay. So so it's a, a team team effort. Any, anybody with the heart uh, can, can come aboard then. Is that there what you're saying? There is a place for everybody and anybody in this work. And I'd even go so far to say is we don't just depend upon Catholic experts. We depend on, with, on experts within specific fields, Catholic or not. 
So we try to make sure that we have all-encompassing science, all-encompassing expertise, both from the nonprofit, the governmental, from the faith communities. We believe that everybody has something to offer. And that's the reason we needed a formal initiative that had formal goals and processes. Okay, now for our call to action. Where can our audience, you know, our listeners, find out more about the Ladalso C Initiative and how can they share their time talent, and treasures with the Laudato Sea Initiative in the Archdiocese of Atlanta. So first of all, I would tell you, get to know archatl.com. Archatl.com is the Archdiocesan website. If you go to archatl.com and you type in Laudato Sea, creation care, green team, just about environmental, anything like that, it's going to bring you to the Justice and Peace Ministries page or specifically and directly to the Laudato Si Initiative page. But it's simple to go in, do a quick search, and it'll take you right to where you need to go. From there, you have a lot of choices. The other thing is, call me. I am here to support the work being done in the parishes, for the parishes, but also for the communities that the parishes are in. So give me a call. Let's talk through what are you trying to do? What are you passionate about? Where would you like to volunteer your time, your talent, or your treasure? And we need all three. So if, if you're sitting here thinking, what can I do, and you have no idea, let's have a conversation. If you're sitting there thinking, I want to do this, give me a call, and let's plug you in and get you going. Let's help you make a difference. How about some contact information? Well, as I said, I'm Cat Doyle. That's D O Y L E. Mm-hmm. My, um, you can get me at kdoyle at archatl.com. You can also give me a call. I'm at 404 And the other thing I would tell you is this check with the people in your parish office and see if this is something that you could get your parish involved in. Have your pastor reach out to me if you aren't sure what you need to do. Have your parish administrator reach out. But give me a call. Give me an email. I am happy to chat with you, and, and let's, let's get started. One thing to, to remind you is you don't have to be Catholic to call me. So if you have an organization that is working on sustainability work at your office, at your corporation, at even your soccer team, whatever it might be, feel free to call me again, 404-920-7897, or reach out to me by email. Don't have to be Catholic. Anybody who's concerned about the environment, let's work together. That's right, because environment is not... Uh, divided by religions and everything, we're all sharing it. Well, well, Kat, I'd always thought that the Laudato Si Action Plan was something people were already doing. You know, what does it do? You know, what are you doing? What is it? How does it impact you and how do you impact it? What a great question. Because I'll be honest with you, when I looked through the action plan, there were some things I was doing. As I planted trees, I tried to be intentional about what kind of trees I was planting. But I'll tell you what it's encouraged me to do. I am now doing countertop composting. And that was a big deal in my house because people are like, oh, things are gonna stink on the countertop and all this sort of stuff. 
but I've talked him through it and we're working on it. And then we are starting to make a difference as, you know, a family and doing that countertop composting. And what I'm most excited about, what this plan has kind of pushed me outside of my comfort level is to begin looking and training to keep bees. And it's certainly not something I've been doing, <laughs> but it's something that I find myself wanting to do to contribute to helping through integral ecology. So I would tell people, think not just of what can I do today and all that, but what did you always want to do? What's something you wanted to try? What's something your family isn't too crazy about, but you might want to try it and see if you can win them over. So I would encourage you when you look at taking action, not just the simple, easy things that come to the top of everybody's mind, get creative. Mm -hmm. Think about beekeeping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what I do is, you know, those little dryer sheets, once they're used, you can take them and they're good for cleaning glasses and computer screens because they absorb oil and stuff like that. So you get another use out of it, you know, eventually they get tossed, but at least you're getting something out of it rather than having to buy the cloth. So there's there's all kind of simple and complicated things you can do. That's the, that's the breakdown of the action plan. We got simple, medium, and advanced. <laughs> and more importantly, it's just find something to do. Yeah. Find something to do. Excellent, Kat. Well, Kat, great having you on the show. We hope to have you again, and we want you to fill us in on various highlights. Love the call to action for people, Catholic, non-Catholic. All you have to do is care. That was a very, very good first show. You've been listening to the Archdiocese of Atlanta Faith and Sustainability Podcast from the Chancery at the Archdiocese in beautiful Smyrna, Georgia. On behalf of those that make this podcast possible, I am your host, Leonard Robinson. Meet me next week on the corner of faith and sustainability. May the Lord be with you. The preceding podcast is a production of the Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Atlanta. Copyright 2023.